0: Don't just think about conjuring the undead tonight. Pick up a summoning scroll and call forth the fantasy necromancers. We never let you down. In fact, we'll keep you up all night long. you always get a different necromancer animating wild new zombies and skeletons every time you summon. Dark, forbidden, undead fantasies in the privacy of your own home with no screeching paladins to spoil your fun. Every call is private and strictly confidential. Let us make your necromancy dream come true tonight. Call and speak to a fantasy necromancer in your area now. Just ten silver pieces a call. For chaotic evil adults only.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D. This is our Ravenloft Feast of Goblins edition, and we've got a new member to the cast. He's been in the show. He just hasn't talked yet, and that is John L. Monk. John, how are you doing?
2: I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm also great. Thank you for asking me that. Now, I have we, we do something on the show. We do something called Old School Credentials, where we kind of ask our players to justify why they're on a show called Playing Old School D&D. If you could bring back any 80s fashion trend, if you had to be the one that led it, what would you bring back? Tell us why.
2: Oh, my God. Um The piano necktie because it's the only one I remember.
1: The piano <laughs> necktie?
2: There Did anyone go. else wear or have a
1: piano necktie? I had like a zip tie. like It was like a zipper.
3: And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was just I, like even trying to fathom how that works now. But at the time, I remember being pretty like chuffed with it. Like this is all right. I got my Z Cavariis on. I got my, <laughs> my my zipper tie. My pant, my my top, my high tops are pegged. I'm good. You like, also had a fuck like of seagulls
4: cutting in Delorean back then too. I've seen the picture.
0: As yeah. long as the big poofy bangs don't come back, we're good. Mm. You know, I'd
5: I would like to have, to have a reason to get my leg warmers out of a closet today. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, you know what? Winter is coming, John.
5: And not a moment too soon. I've got this hey, great I, mental I image. Think that,
4: the Don Johnson look, the uh, the uh, T-shirt with the blazer, that doesn't go out of style at
1: all. Oh, yeah. And, bit. like, three days growth at all times. Yeah. <laughs> no, in and, and Hollywood, you're... In Hollywood, you're basically a producer with that look. <laughs> when when John Frater mentioned leg warmers, I got this this I don't know this image in my head of John wearing leg warmers using a thigh master, and I don't know why or what that means about me. <laughs> well, i
5: Well, I tried the Don Johnson look for a couple of years. I didn't get laid once, so I said, "The hell with it." <laughs> Back to the
4: leg warmers, damn it.
1: I, I went for I went for comfort instead of style. Mm-hmm. So John L. Monk. For people who are listening to the show who maybe are are new to you and might want to look into one of your books, what would you recommend that they read?
2: Um, If they like post-apocalyptic, I'd read a book I recently wrote called Hell's Children. It's pretty well received. Um, Yeah. If you want to read something and read a follow-up and then read a follow-up to that, then read a book called Kick. Uh, Nobody's looking for Kick, but people seem to like it when they find it. So uh, Kick by John L. Monk. It's a a series called The Jenkins Cycle. It's about a guy who dies and keeps coming back to life in the bodies of bad people, and then he has to sort of do something about it before he's kicked out. So
1: I guess you could say people get a kick out of it.
2: They get (laughs) a kick out of it, yes. I'm going to write that one down and use it in my next book.
3: Yeah, you go ahead. It's (laughs) like, attribute it to me. (laughs) It's like Quantum Leap, but for jerks.
2: Yeah, Quantum Leap for jerks, good. Without the quantum. All right, it's called the leap is called kick
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's get right into the game now um for those of you who can't remember what happened last week our party after spending a lot of time searching found their way out of the prison cell and are now in the kitchen and so just as a refresher let's go ahead and read our handy dandy feast of goblins description of this kitchen A small black iron stove stands amid an untidy but friendly kitchen. An assortment of preserved foods, breads, and cheeses line the shelves, offering the would-be diner a fairly good selection. Several barrels stand against the wall, some containing more food, and one that has been tapped and now rests in an elevated stand. Several beer mugs hang from hooks on the wall beside the the latter barrel. Two doors lead out of this room. One is a swinging door set in the east of the wall, and the other is a plain affair of pine set in the western wall. Party? What's your pleasure?
0: I'm going to restock my provisions.
7: I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to grab a beer.
6: <laughs> no, in the game, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh both—a little of both.
1: <laughs> Without your magical knife, are you going to be able to lift up the mug? I might. Maybe somebody can give me a hand.
7: I'll
4: give him a hand. Oh I'll
3: give God. him a hand on his mug. <laughs> oh, it's on. since I'm since I'm forming a gang of criminals. I'm going to search the cells in case somebody wants to join my merry band. Okay, can I do that? Can I look for prisoners like John Monk?
1: Yeah, so so you can you can totally do that. So dumb. <laughs> Uh, on the left side, you've already been through the left side yeah. of the building, or the west side of the building, and all those cells were empty except for the one that had the massive werewolf. The right side, you kind of hurried through with the guards when you first came in. So if you want to go through there, you can, you can certainly do that.
3: I will search that and, and find John Monk yeah. and and, uh, and say, hey, would you like to come along and join our merry band? We're up to some. What What are you in for?
1: So here's <laughs> Your what you find. Message, man. Here's what you find. You, you find the cell, and you can see someone chained to the wall. He's got uh, shackles, and there's also some kind of a gag in his mouth. So he's not going to be able to talk to you. You do have the key that the jailers own, so you can open the door right up, and it works in the shackles as well. So uh, if you want to let him loose right away, that's that's totally your call. No, no,
3: no. I'm down with
4: it. No, I love no. people. Why is he here? we got to ask that question. Why is he here? You take off the gag, and then you ask him. You just don't have him join your merry band of criminals, okay? You know, if you want to form a mafia, you don't have Jeffrey Dahmer get on board. So just settle down.
3: (laughs) Safety tip from the most unsafe person in the world. I was just thinking Uh, that. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and take John's uh, gag off and uh, ask him a few questions while I just completely release him and free him and, and make sure that he has a weapon. Why? Make sure he has a weapon. He's in jail. <laughs> I what? don't know. I it,
5: love. In that. all fairness, we too are in jail at this very moment.
4: Now yeah, it was because we went in here because you dumbasses said we should go kill somebody.
6: Werewolf, I'm hoping, whatever. We're, I'm hoping he's a dangerous lunatic like me. That was your out loud voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Long button. Be doing this kind of stuff.
1: So John uh, Monk, why don't you go ahead and describe uh, your character to us and then you, you've got your gag removed so you can talk to these people who have freed you.
2: Okay, well I'm a wizard. I am six foot something or other because I'm tall like Harry's resident, but <laughs> I, I don't say Harry Dresden because so, they wouldn't know who that is. Um, I know. The, fir- the first thing I say when the gag comes off is I am the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> right. Holy crap, it's God!
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's got the reverb turned up to eleven.
2: <laughs> and I say, how are you doing? <laughs> We're
3: doing great. We've been imprisoned here, and we've liberated ourselves as we feel that these facilities no longer have anything to offer our rehabilitation. Having also, said we killed that, we're interested in a little Vengeance and Profit. Are you with us? I'm very tired.
2: <laughs> I love Vengeance and Profit.
3: <laughs> Great. I Going in. We're about to go get some.
2: <laughs> ooh, vengeance ooh. and Profit. Vengeance and Profit.
6: He meant Vengeance and Profit. That's what he meant. I'm really tired.
4: I'm really just exhausted, guys. I stayed up all night, and you guys are just really just busting my balls right now. <laughs>
6: Cheer up,
1: Capper. Mm. Yeah, wow, all Captain all right, Jack go. Random is camp counselor. That is scary. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys have got your party gathered here. You're still inside the jail cell. Um, if you can see on the map, you're, you're right about the middle. That's where uh, Promeus. Is it Promeus? Promeus. Prometheus. Alpha and Omega. That's where Promeus, Alpha and Omega is. Um, hey, he's this guy. Good job, guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> don't- So you still uh, the building's still kind of intersected in half by that portcullis, but you can still, by going the long way around, get to anywhere on this on this building. Uh, The room that you went through, that's labeled one on your maps, that's the entryway, and so those double doors uh, were where you came in from.
3: But there is a door in the kitchen that we have not
1: opened. That's correct.
3: I think we should investigate that door because we can't really go out the front door. As in, most likely, the people that set us up will have some sort of reception committee waiting for us.
4: Was that really a setup, though? To be honest, because they just said to come in here and like, there's problems, and then everyone kind of died. I don't don't have
3: time for your philosophical drivel. I'm interested in vengeance and or profit. Uh, What's that order? open the kitchen. Yeah, what's behind that door? [SS2] It's very enticing. I'm tired.
1: So, so that door, uh that other door that leads westward, you notice that it is locked.
4: I'll open it. Open it some a bit.
1: Okay. I'm not that... So, do you want to try to do you want to try to pick the lock, or, or what do you guys want I'll... to do?
4: I'll pick that lock. I'll pick it like no one's else's business. You'll watch a lock being picked right now in front of you, in front of your family.
1: Okay. So it's <laughs> it's, it's not the uh, it's not the most uh, wonderful lock in the world. So uh, you're going to get a twenty percent bonus to your pick locks roll. So okay, I'm going to. Why I'm doesn't
6: gonna... Entendre just squeeze it open?
1: One could ask why doesn't Nick just use the master key? But picking locks. <laughs> One could, were one a DM paying attention, as you are. <laughs> alright,
4: oh wait, I put pockets, Never mind. I'm not picking no pocket, I'm busting open the locks, I'm very tired. It's
3: alright. I shall detect traps on the lock. Before yeah, you go, I go do that there, Chief. With, with the master key. Okay. Uh, let's see, I think my detect traps is, uh, I don't even know if I have detect traps, I mean. If you're is a see, bribe, what is it? Detect noise, hide in shadows, hey, oh, move... Si- oh, find remove traps, 35%. So if I...
1: Roll them bones. And I get a I plus 20 long. on this? Oh, you get a plus 20 for the lock picking, not necessarily for the traps.
3: Okay. Ari, come on, did they open I this? Tra- hey, you got
1: it! All right, you didn't find any traps.
3: Okay, then I will use the master key. Turn the lock, but not open the door, well, and so step as, aside. As you go in Why with the master key...
1: Fenton Cooper has already picked the lock, and the door swings around. Wow! This key oh, is great! Man.
4: I was so quick, you didn't even see it, and I'm, I'm operating on no sleep, by the way, no sleep. So
7: has, been, has the door I'll been...
4: Cell.
0: We'll come back for you. Yeah, the door's has the door open. actually
7: been open. Okay, um, I'm gonna... Uh, hold up, hold up, put my mug down, and I'm gonna cast Unseen Servant and tell it to go into the room first.
4: There's what? There's traps in the kitchen? <laughs> I would say something, but it's locker room talk. Whoa, look I, don't, I don't know
7: if you remember the last fight, but I'm not looking forward to another one.
1: Alright, so what does your unseen servant do? Is it is he just gonna come back and report to you?
7: Yeah, basically he's just going to appear I think there's a thirty foot range from where I pop him, right on the door, so he should be able to go into the room mm-hmm. and uh trip any traps. Basically one command, like a, a simple command, he cannot fight or die. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's just going to go in the room, see what's in the room, and kind of communicate back to me.
1: All right, well. Hey, isn't it fun being paranoid? Is that a good life? How does your unseen servant talk? Like, what's his voice like? <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know. Hold on. Uh,
6: uh,
7: I would yeah. like to say, man, that I don't want to do this. No. <laughs> and,
6: uh, <laughs> oh, so he talks like uh, uh, Tommy Chong. Oh,
1: strange. <laughs> Fine. Thank you for that. Good morning. This area is a lean-to built on the side of the jailhouse, man, and it's used to store firewood. The floor <laughs> There's no monsters is here, man. earth and covered in sawdust and splinters. The air is, is filled with the sweet scent of freshly cut timber. Footprints timber. in the sawdust run to and fro, but it's difficult to say which are new and which are old, man. To the right of the door is an old, broken table. Parts of it—they've been chopped or broken off. Probably used for firewood, man. Several cords of wood are piled along the outer wall. Some are clearly older than others. Man. Man. <laughs> Let's search this room. All right. Uh, I will. Uh, we're gonna do our. We're gonna do our. Our agreed-upon search method where I will do a secret DM roll, and if you get a one, you find something, unless there's nothing there. So let me roll all these dice.
4: Oh, you found a land grenade.
5: (laughs)
1: Okay, you don't find anything in this room. As best you can tell, it is just a simple lean-to woodshed. However, it is open. It's, it's, it's a, a lean-to built against the building, and it's open. You can walk right out onto the street, and you don't see from your vantage point inside the woodshed, you don't see anyone outside. But okay. to remind
3: ourselves, there was something going on with this building. There was an upstairs, wasn't there, that we couldn't get into? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. there, there, there is an upstairs. Um, you haven't seen a staircase anywhere. But obviously from the outside of the building, yeah, there's there's an upstairs.
3: And we were locked in by nefarious forces that sort of lured us in and then tried to use us to feed that werewolf, right? Is that kind of how I remember events? Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: nefarious is editorializing, but certainly you were brought in uh, by a local law saying you had to help the law enforcement when there was trouble. You went in with two soldiers who were quickly slaughtered by the werewolf. After you finished battle with the werewolf, uh, you were trapped. Uh, The the jailer, you presume, lowered the portcullis and trapped you inside the jail cell until you found your secret way out.
2: A lot of action around here today,
1: huh? Okay, before before we go on, I want to ask,
6: is that uh, there seems to me to be a – Protected by a black box section at the southern end of the kitchen. That might be something we should look a little closer at. Also, I want to search for silverware <laughs> and and arm myself for the next. As a werewolf, um, you know,
4: what, actually, well, there should be some stuff for the wizard man here, right? Because like they gotta keep his stuff somewhere. I mean, unless they just put it across town, but why would they do that? I mean, it's like you know when you go to jail, they keep your stuff. I don't have my
2: spell book, so (laughs) I can't memorize any new spells if I use them. Right.
4: Oh, you see that now? It's going to be embarrassing for the rest of the time, guys. We almost get past that. We were just going to go run to the shed and get tetanus or whatever. I don't know what was going to happen there.
2: I (laughs) looked for a really convenient
1: bookshelf.
5: (laughs) So probably a locked room that leads to a
1: jailer's office. Yeah. So hidden in plain sight, uh, (laughs) there in room one is a, a small chest, and it's not locked. Not locked that you can't get through anyway, and that's where the wizard's going to conveniently find all his stuff.
4: Oh, he's going to find his shoes cool, yeah,
1: yeah I, his ha- shoes. I
2: i I get my spellbook, my enormous flaming sword of wizardry, and uh, I'm, good, I'm good to go,
3: <laughs> <laughs> like Archer says phrasing right so this this black area that um Chris Porteau. Pointed out at the bottom, the southern edge. Is there anything that we can search there? What is what is that?
1: Well, remember, you can search any room once, and if you find secret doors or traps, you'll find them. If not, you can't search again until you level up. That's uh, that's how we're doing our second edition search rules. So, if everybody wants to search in that room, uh, we can see what we discover. I let's will do
6: that. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's do that. Let's learn our lesson from last time. Roll yeah. the bones, Steve. I, yeah. I rolled the bones, and one of you finds a secret panel. Bum, bum, bum. There at the bottom. So, uh, you've discovered a secret panel that leads to a frail-looking stairway going down into darkness. Cool ooh, air, the scent of raw earth in it, rises from below and brushes past you. The odor is not unpleasant, but the moisture in the air combines with it to remind you of a freshly dug grave.
4: Hey guys, it okay. smells like a freshly dug grave. It's raw earth. It re- it's not bad. But it sounds like something that might be of interest. I discovered okay. the panel, and I should get points. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, so I reiterate, let's look for silverware
1: before we do anything else.
4: Oh, yeah, get your silverware on. Yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, you, so you find some iron. You find iron utensils, but this way, is not the sort of place.
4: There, you can get the gold teeth out okay. Yeah,
1: hey, that has I has silverware. You did try. You did try. There's There's a nice copper pot.
4: Oh, I, I, dibs on that! It's like a soup
3: don't pot. It, all right, don't get near that. I'll cut your next off. on murder hobos. We lose all your <laughs> actually, actually, so oh, murder um, hobos. Um, I'm going to go down the stairs. Okay, I'm gonna laugh at him when he
1: falls down the stairs. Can you roll? Can we make a spot check about him like
4: falling down the stairs because it's
1: dark? There's enough light glimmering from inside that he can go down the staircase without trouble. Okay, so if you look over to the far left of the map, there's a black expanse, and then uh, there's actually another part of the building over there. Uh, s- you find this is what we call the secret room. <laughs> oh! Several minor is that devices. what we call it? Yeah. Several minor devices for extracting confessions from the guilty and innocent are hung on the wall here. There are thumb screws, an iron gauntlet, and the like all dangling menacingly from wooden pegs. The air is heavy with the scent of perspiration and blood. A sturdy wooden chair with manacles for the occupant's hands and feet rests near the stairway. There is an iron-bound oak door on the north wall that looks solidly closed. Two solid-looking levers are positioned here, one on the east wall and one on the west. There is no indication as to their purpose. Do
3: not touch the levers. (laughs) (laughs) Note to inexperienced, well, Forbes... Um, don't touch those levers.
2: <laughs> I go examine the levers.
3: <laughs> I'm going to nope. listen at the door. My listen <laughs> is uh, the oak band door. I'm going to detect noise. I got a 15%. I'm going to roll some dice for your amusement. Um, I felt blood and perspiration.
1: Nothing. Nothing. All right. Um, yeah, so obviously, I obviously you don't hear anything. <clears throat> And, uh, and, uh, Promius, John Monk, the levers don't, there's nothing about them that gives you any indication of what they do.
2: I've been flicking them on and off. I oh, you've been turning them on and off?
1: All right. Well, no, then I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Oh, okay.
5: Uh, don't kid like that. Bad, bad things happen to people who kid like that. Just kidding.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if Forbes sits in the chair and we play with the levers? What happens? You know, <laughs> I like that idea.
5: Where you going, kid?
1: That's your call. What do you guys want to do?
4: I'm not going to sit in the chair. Let's go make the the, the freaky wizard do it.
1: <laughs> Maybe the Amazon should side. We've, we've got her judgment's just been know, a bit more We've sound. got
3: two freaky wizards.
4: Oh, well. All right. Then we make the Amazon do it. I don't know what the hell she's doing. She hasn't said anything. She hasn't contributed anything. She's nothing. Huh. Chardonnay is always a safe bet
3: what she's doing. I say we
2: pull one of the levers and we just sort of stand back.
1: Oh, wait, do you so want to impulsively just... do that or do you want to get your parties? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what
6: I'm a leading saying, question. No, Do no, well, you like to be careful or
2: an idiot? Chromius says within quotes, I say we try a lever and stand back. <laughs>
3: I would like to point this out. I, I on my Twitter feed, I follow a lot of people who play D anD D, and a lot of DMs. It's actually on Twitter you can actually get a lot of D anD D stuff. And the general consensus of a lot of tweets is never touch the lever. Something bad. The, the, like you think, like as a player, like I am Gandalf and I will undo this lever, and a bunch of gold will fall out. And no DM ever wrote that down.
0: You know, I, what that's, about my, that's my your, approach
3: to gambling, too. Save versus never gas.
0: What about the magician's or the wizard's little apprentice thing? What if he... That's what I was going to ask. If I cast
7: the unseen servant at the doorway upstairs, would it reach to that chair downstairs? It's a 30-foot range.
1: Oh, so if you cast him upstairs, would he reach downstairs? Well everybody's already in the cell, but yeah, that's that's less than a thirty foot walk down the stairs. He could probably just about reach the lever. Uh continuing to the oak door from the top of the stairs would be too far. Okay. So he could uh um, realistically pull the lever if somebody sits in the chair if it's
7: a combo. Or just pull the lever and everybody uh
0: Everybody o- be
7: out o- for the
5: best. farewell. Might I remind okay. everyone here that just because you pull the lever, the chair is not necessarily part of the trap. <laughs> it Come could on. be the walls that close in. It, it could be a bit ne- acid that opens never... up. It <laughs> could be napalm that rains down upon us from a murder
0: hole.
3: Well, so Which okay, is why, why we should I... all
0: go back to the room, let the wizard stand in the hallway or the stairwell, and send it.
3: Okay, two points of order real quick. There's a door. <laughs> why are we obsessing over the levers like children? What and if the lever opens because, the door? Oh, okay. by the well, way, we, we, haven't, we haven't tried to open the door yet. And then here's a roll to detect traps on the, on the, on the levers. And it's uh, my detect traps is 35%. So you right on fail online. that
1: roll.
3: Right. right. Okay. Yeah, so so i so, been...
1: so technically, just, just for that, should be a, a secret roll to the GM so oh, that no. I could tell you. Because so if you say, oh, I failed, that doesn't necessarily mean don't... anything, okay. right? Like it, How do I do a secret roll? I think it's just like two GM, whatever. Uh,
7: if you if you write del, uh, backslash W G space GM and then write whatever, it'll go to. Okay. Right. Well, I
3: could. Jason, you could actually do the role yourself. I could yeah, I can you do yourself. it myself. Yeah, uh, I could do it myself. Um, yeah. Why Why do I have okay, to? Wait. I'm this gonna. Say, can I make a
4: just a decision here? I'm gonna walk out of the room, and not listen to this nonsense. I don't know what the hell you people are doing.
1: So you're gonna go back upstairs. Okay. So you go upstairs. Um. Yeah. You don't Thank detect, you. You don't detect any traps.
0: Okay, yeah. Groovy. Why don't you look for traps around the door, and then I will try and open it.
3: Okay, I have a 35% chance. Jason, if you want to roll that. Yeah, I will roll that. Allison, I love your leadership. Finally. <laughs> Someone is taking charge of this mess. But it, it no all traps detected. Port, 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 <laughs> all right.
0: Where is the door? Is it the top? It's, uh, yeah, it's right, it's right top here.
1: There. Yeah, there you and, are. Uh, what you would okay. do is uh, you've got your Ben Barr's breakdown door skill. So that's oh, what you're going to try to roll for.
0: But she's a woman. I have a strength oh, of twenty. Goodness. Oh my god! I
2: am. How do I move my character around on the screen like you guys are doing?
6: You, you touch it. Him, pick left, left click with the mouse and drag. You should, you should be able to move him.
2: Can but I come
4: back? now because I'm not that afraid because we got the Amazonian breaking bars and we. Hmm.
3: Show us on your character where the werewolf touched you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Escape bonds. on seeing Ben Bars. Ben
3: Bars, Ben Bray, uh, it should be under strength, and it's...
7: Yeah, the very end of strength.
3: With 19 strength, it should be there you like go. 50% or something.
1: Yeah.
2: Is this a toilet down here on the south side?
1: That's, yeah, that's, an angry <laughs> that, that's the, that the angry chair. chair. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the infamous chair. supposed to
7: have a chair, which is someone else. What's oh, your really strength, got... Allison? 20. 20 strength. Jeez. 60% Ben bars lift gates. Man, yeah. I was solid with 19 and 50.
3: Jeez, OPs. Oh, <laughs> I have artsy nerds,
0: it. 80s dean So
7: should I roll? Yeah, yeah you gotta can roll. Lower. There's going to well, be a the...
1: modifier that only I know about based on the strength of the okay. door. D20? Uh,
6: D100. Uh, no, D100. You're looking for percentage. 60 or less or whatever.
5: <laughs> and Jason's
1: again, there was like. Jason out.
5: She rolls a 70 or less, well, she does it.
1: Okay. All right. So you hit against the door and you can tell that there's something reinforcing it beyond just the oak. That should have busted down a wood frame door. Um, you definitely felt it move but it was too much. This is something that's too much even for your strength to open.
5: Maybe uh, she budged it though. Can I? Oh, can, she, can she I, totally uh,
1: budged it. Like you could see, like a little inch, maybe a little flicker of light. But uh.
5: All right. So so let me follow up with another uh, roll if that's if that's a thing.
1: Okay, yeah, John. See if you can loosen it for.
6: Her.
5: <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> okay.
3: I'm, I'm gonna need. Hey, John Trader. I'm gonna need some character stepping in here. You know, showing the little lady how to do it. <laughs> oh,
5: oh, 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 oh. I shall do my best, my friend. I have what do I have? An open door. Well, you
6: as a lever. Sounds, like sounds like you have a death wish. Can I All use right. that shit to the
5: toilet? Roll the to fives. I'm apparently successful, unless the DM is doing this already, in which case I don't know what happened
1: until he tells us. Well, it's a D20, so technically that would be what a fifty.
0: Something like that. All what? right. Yeah, it budge[s] it's again, but it doesn't fly yeah.
1: open. If, if the two of you throw yourselves at it for maybe an hour or so, you could probably get it down. Your shoulders might not hold up that long.
4: I think you guys and should look? do that.
1: This is just a very solid door. Is there no what? lock mechanism or anything Oh, there's on a it? lock, yeah. Uh, so, Forbes?
4: Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, I, I'll wake up now. Okay, I was, I was not off in the corner. All right. Well, I'm tired. I know.
6: Why doesn't Lancelot go? All right,
1: I, I, I'm gonna to try to pop open that son of a bitch. Alright, you can see the lock. It's a, it's a well-built lock, so you're gonna cut your chance of success in half. So whatever your what? percentage is, uh, divide that by two. I, Jesus
3: Christ, what is it? Oh, Alright, so I got like, <sighs> Chances are he knows what his messages bizarre.
4: 0.0%. <laughs> <laughs> you're gone through a favor, 00, 0.
3: Can um, I give it a shot while he figures it out?
1: Yeah, what's your uh, pick? Locks?
3: Sixty-five.
1: All right, so half of that.
3: All right. Nope. No.
0: Yeah,
3: I screwed that up. It's locked. It's locked harder. No. Captain Jack Reynolds, an eighty-one podcasting audience. <laughs> hey, what? I did something here, right? Come on, let me open that door.
1: I'm trying to see what your actual roll was. Uh, you rolled a 35. And what's your percentage to pick locks? B so or fours. Fours. Uh For Forbes, You failed. You broke your lock. Ah. Pick. <laughs> it is like Fallout. <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <No, what? laughs>
0: the hair no. can dying
3: canned food now. Uh, for- I'm thinking that somehow these levers control everything, so... Why don't we just jiggle them around and see what happens? I'll step out well, of the let's room. Jiggle your ass around. Get the huh. hell out of here. I'm doing my own. It's the like dance with like the
5: levers. You are obsessed with the levers. Forget <laughs> the levers. There's Lever a lot in the- of
4: innuendo going on right now. Jiggling levers. John Hamm in the shower. We all know. That was off. Let- that was off
1: the air. You're not supposed to mention that. <laughs> all right. So uh, I- Fenton, your I- your role failed as well. So neither one of you are able I- to pick this lock.
4: You know what? You failed as a DM. How
3: about that?
1: This is not my fault. I would, you have I so like much freedom note, right now. I,
3: I would just like to note that John Hamm's shot-for-shot shot reenactment of the opening credits for Simon and Simon is one of the greatest things you can ever see. <laughs> and that's the truth. That's a real thing. Well, well that
6: is an old-school reference, right there, Simon. I
3: know. I, I had, had to go. No, I had Simon. I'm good at this. I don't remember Simon and Simon. Oh man, Simon and Simon was the greatest.
6: Yeah, right wasn't, that, Magnum, it a, wasn't it a uh, spinoff of Magnum, or what was it a spinoff of?
3: It kind of was vaguely. There was some crossover, but it was two detectives in San Diego who were brothers. One yeah. was kind of cranky, Gerald McRaney. Yeah. The other was kind of cool. But, yeah, they him and another guy made a shot-for-shot reenactment of the opening credits, and it's awesome.
1: <laughs> and so as in all good D&D games, when the party starts to get stuck, we talk about Simon and Simon. So we invite you to join us again next week for sci-fi writers playing old school D and D. Thanks for listening.
6: This episode of sci-fi writers playing old school D and D was brought to you by
0: the fantasy necromancers. We'll keep you up all night long.
6: I'm Chris Porteau, author of the legacy fleet novel Avenger, the first swarm war book two. your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Anspach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Bohr, our magic user spousal unit. Go check out the loot shop, our bios, and more at oldschooldnd.com. That's O L D S C H O O L D N, as in Nancy, D.com that's all for now thank you for listening we'll see you next time